chat today it's been a minute since i've even been on the platform but i know thank right you for reaching out. <laughs> hey it's some things coming but we'll get into that another day right so i want to go ahead let's get to it for any of my viewers who don't know who you are go ahead and introduce you introduce yourself to us okay so i am arthur king benjamin an urban fiction author from detroit michigan um i've been in the urban fiction business for about almost 10 years now. I have over 30 novels out and I just released another one yesterday. Awesome. We're going to talk about that in a minute. Um, so you already gave us a little uh, background on when you started writing, but why did you begin writing? Okay. So um, during my time growing up on the east side of Detroit, I made a lot of bad decisions, and some of those decisions led me uh, to a place where I it was I was really in a, a dark space at the time, and so I had to just kind of try to find a way to get some control in my life. So I actually just prayed on it about what should I do with my life because I I really didn't know at the time, and through constant prayer, I um, I was given an answer. You know, when I was actually reading a book by by Shannon Holmes. And I looked in the back of the book and I read his bio and it just kicked, it just hit me like a brick that what he was doing, I could do. And I had been praying so hard. I knew that had to be the answer. Definitely. Um, that is a major motivating factor, especially if you were looking for an answer and you received it. A lot of times, you know, we ask for answers or, or direction and we ignore when we receive the answers. So I Absolutely. think it's pretty dope that you actually realize what your, um, you know, that, that you received your answer to your prayer. Yeah. yeah okay. Absolutely. Pretty cool. Now, as all of those things transpired, when did you actually consider yourself as a full fledged bona fide writer? Um, so somebody had said before, I, I, I remember somebody saying to me that, uh, as far as like how do you how do you describe yourself when you haven't had a book out like are you a, are you a writer and and then they were saying like if you wrote a book if you really wrote a whole book then you are officially a writer right and i mean i think in a capacity of when you're trying to maybe uh pursue writing if you were able to accomplish that then you're a writer you know now the term author, you know, everybody has their own opinion on that, you know, but I say that, you know, if you have published a book, then that makes you an author. So that's when I decided that, you know, okay, I can officially call myself an author. I, I self-published a book. Okay. Now, um, as being a, an actual published author, are you independent? Are you with a publishing company? How does all of that work for you? 
yeah, I've um, I've been independent from the very beginning, and that was that was my plan from from the beginning because I had uh, I remember reading about authors like Quan and a few more that were uh, that were in the game, and this this is when they were uh, some of them were signed and some of them were independent, but a lot of the independent authors back then they were really just buying books and traveling and selling them like it was a lot like the music game. So that was my that's what I thought I was going to do. That was my plan, but this was before ebooks hit the wave and, and created this whole new market like it did. But mm -hmm. my plan was to actually do what they were doing, was to just buy a bunch of books and hit the road. Okay. Now, is that still out of the question? Or, you know, I know we're in this pandemic, but is that something that you would still consider doing? Well, I love book, I love book signings. I always mm -hmm. try to, like, travel to places that I know, like, I have readers. Okay. Or that there is a it's a big urban market. You know, mm -hmm. I love to just travel to those places and do signs and, and you know, book group. But I think that the time has gone for you to uh to you to just eat like that. You know, okay. it's, it's it's different now because so many people are just used to buying the ebooks that they have completely gave up on paperbacks. And honestly, a lot of the people in my market, um they they ran out of space for paperbacks. <laughs> you know, they've been buying them for so long. Right. You, you know, know I, I might have a small problem in that area, but I am full-fledged paperback. If it's available in paperback or hardcover, yeah. that's what I'm shooting for, you know. Um, if I have to just keep building bookcases, then that's just yeah. what I got to do. But I can definitely respect um, the fact that you pivoted and knowing that the ebook market is huge and to make you know great use of it because so yeah. many people are on the go or at work or whatever they're doing and they can take that with them anywhere because someone always has some form of a electronic device in their hand at some point yeah and it was somebody else's idea because when i put my first book out i wasn't going to do the ebook i didn't know nothing about it and then okay. somebody else told me they said you got to do an ebook you know and thank god that i just took their advice Right. You know, because that was right when everything was changing. Okay. All right. So you got some good advice and it's been working for you ever since. That's awesome. Now, go ahead and tell us what book are you currently promoting right now? And, you know, what's it about? Okay. So years and years ago, it's always something that, that I have a concept and then I develop over time. Mm -hmm. So um, years ago, I just I decided that I wanted to write a standalone series based on the uh, premise of people chasing their dreams. And wow. so it's like every every book is going to be about completely different characters, but based around that same concept. And this first book is about a boxer, uh, Marion Cross. He comes home from jail and his goal is to be, you know, a heavyweight champ and, you know, basically the greatest in his weight class. And um, from his past life, he has a lot of obstacles. And then as he comes home, he kind of creates more obstacles for himself, but his focus and discipline on that goal is still the same. And then there's, with every book I write, there's always dual storylines. So, the other part of it is the, the entanglement in his love life that he has between <laughs> um, 
the girl that he was with um, when he went away that's been yeah. riding with him and then the girl that he lands just like really literally next door to you know okay and so yeah it's about uh that the it's about being loyal to somebody that's been there for you but then may not be the right person for you you know what i mean it's 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 a lot of uh it's a lot to unpack and it's a big book so um i'm glad i got a chance to talk about it you know it, that's really exciting for one i think nowadays more people are actually you know, taking the path of chasing their dream, following their dream, making their yeah. dreams their reality. So I think that's a perfect, you know, book to have out right now, especially yeah. through this pandemic, because it forced a lot of people to figure out different ways on how to make yeah. money because so many jobs were closing. Yeah. Additionally, you know, that the, the theme of loyalty, you know, I, I'm a I'm a huge fan of yours. I've been, you know, rocking with you for a few years now. Mm -hmm. um, so all your books always are multi-layered. There's there there's not one book that doesn't have, you know, yeah, just absolutely. one storyline. So it's it's always exciting to see how you're going to make that multi-layer sh show up because you'll think you'll know what you're about to do, and then you just throw a curveball. You like, I know you lying. So it's exciting yeah. that yeah. you know this. It's something to look forward to when people are reading your books because you always have some curveball in there and you'll be like, I can't believe, I don't even see how. And then it just makes sense. So I'm excited yeah. to read this one. And I, I, my goal is always to just make sure that the book is not predictable. So it's multiple storylines because I know each character has their own life. Right. And um, you can't really pinpoint what's going to happen in the story if I'm digging into everybody's life, the main characters anyway, you know what I mean? Because everybody has their own trials and tribulations that they're going through all at the same time. So I, I, I pride myself on at least knowing that you can't call it predictable because I didn't even know where it was going when I was writing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely. Now, I know you said that you always wanted to um, put this as a work of art for yourself, but are any of the experiences based on someone you know or you know part of your life at all um so this particular series you know i a lot of my books are based on my experiences especially in the beginning when i first started writing because that's all i really knew how to write about but i think that this particular series that i'm writing now it's not based on my my experiences but it is because it's my experience shaped the idea of you know like i'm a dream chaser and so me knowing that how how passionate i am about my things it makes it made me think about like that's something that that was worth exploring just the idea of um no matter how far you you are from it you can set your eyes on a goal and at some point you'll be able to reach it you know what I mean? Definitely, definitely. I like that. So would you say that's your inspiration for even, you know, coming up with this idea, you yourself? Yeah, because I, I felt like um, I felt like at, at a certain point my writing had to evolve anyway. So with if you look at my writing from from the time I dropped my memoir, um, mm. 
I've tried to make a turning point where, where things are more inspirational. You know what I'm saying? So my last series that I just dropped, it was called Believe. Mm -hmm. And American, I, I feel like Believe was a great follow-up to fight, up, uh, my, fight of My Life. I feel like American Dreaming is a great follow-up to Believe because it's all kind of in the lane of being more inspirational instead of just like entertaining. I think I can do both. You know what I'm saying? And I can appreciate that. I myself, I've kind of been in a, a reading slump and, mm -hmm. um, you know, just trying to figure out how my path needs to pivot and change and evolve and grow. Yeah. And um, I know after you, you, I mean, you know, I wrote the review, I shared it with you after yeah. reading the fight of my life yeah. and it just explains so much more about the person you are beyond being an author, beyond being that talented with your words and how you can develop a story. Even if it was based on your life, you still mm -hmm. have to add other things in there to complete yeah. it. Absolutely. And I like to see and be a part of the journey to see your evolution as an author. I think that's really cool because so many people, you know, they don't have that opportunity per se. You you might catch on years later after an author's been out and then yeah. you don't see like how it changed or the reason why or understanding it and, you know, helping you not lose interest because, you know, some people be like, well, where's the, I'm used to this. This is not what I'm used to, yeah. to keep that going and building. Yeah. And then sometimes some people might not join that journey, but you reach who you're supposed to reach. So Absolutely. I appreciate it. And I applaud you for your growth, your evolution. And I'm always looking forward to reading your books and, you know, what I can actually gain from them because you're a really deep person and it, it shows in your work. Well, well thank you. I, I, I would have to say the same thing about you because it's, it's, it's fun to watch your journey as you take on, like, you know, this is just something that you just decided to do and like, Hey, I'm, I'm doing this. I'm not, I'm not going to turn back. I'm turning a different page. And it's, it's exciting to me to see your journey as it unfolds as well. Because like, you know, I, I think just, even though I'm the writer, I look at you the same way. Like she's super dope. You know what I'm saying? I love what she do. She's super supportive to authors. And, you know, you. I, I see big things in the future for you. You know, <laughs> you know I almost didn't take this interview because I'm like, it's going to be a busy week, but the kids ended up <laughs> um, getting out of school and they with the grandparents. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, it's just so much. We're frying turkeys. But, you know, again, you get signs and messages sent to you all the time and it's up to you to pay attention to them. Yeah. I've been on a drought and this is exactly what I need to get back into it. You know, like I said, things are coming, things are changing. But just to hear it from someone like, nah, you on the right track, even though you definitely. shouldn't need that reinforcement, sometimes it definitely helps to hear it. So I do thank you for voicing those words to me. I, I really, yeah. really appreciate it. You have no idea how much it means to me at this very moment where I'm at Absolutely. in my journey to hear Absolutely. those words. So thank you. Now, as we move on, because, you know, I get all mushy and whatnot. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what was the hardest part of writing this particular book for you? Well, with this one, I was just really trying to, I was trying to establish what my, for the people that have been around for a while and they've seen my, my, my work change a little bit because like it hasn't changed that much, but I think 
as far as the urban fiction lane goes, I came into the game. I was very, um, I was very, it was very grimy. It was very street. And it was kind of so raw and uncut that um, I had one particular uh, fan base. And I just wanted to, I, urban fiction is, is a wide range of, you know, things. So I knew that I could reach a wider range of people and I, I knew I was supposed to evolve as an author. So mm -hmm. this this is the style that I always wanted to accomplish because I feel like I can reach a wide range of audience than I came into the game with. Even though I'm sure some people will be like, I want that. Mm -hmm. You know, um you can get you can get a little bit of everything now. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because it's if you don't grow as an author, it's gonna it's like you writing the same book over and over and over again. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I just I just didn't want to be that author. So the way I'm writing my, now is it's it's much more uh, what I set out to accomplish in the beginning. As far and as the style goes, that's again applaudable because often we get trapped in that cycle of well, this is what they want. Yeah. But you have to remember sometimes what people want isn't what you're going to give, and you will reach the people that you're supposed to reach. And that's one of the things I have the hardest time with. Oh, you know, you got to do this. You got to do that. You know, yeah. I, I, I am the epitome of being a nerdy girl, but that's <laughs> who I am. Yeah. You know, so yeah. if that's who you are, you have to give people who you are because eventually, that that mask that you've been wearing will prevent you from being successful. Yeah. So you have to step into your true glory, your true light, and be Absolutely. who you are. And at that moment, you'll take off. You know. Yeah. So, awesome. So what would you, we talked about the hardest part. What would be the easiest part of this particular uh, standalone? Um, just because it was so long, it, it, it was so far like along coming that once I actually, because it was, it took me a, lo a long time to write the book, mm -hmm. but that's because I started the idea, the concept so long ago. And then I would be like, well, I'm not ready to do that. I got to put a book out though. So I'm, let me put this to the side, then I'll okay. get back to it later. So there was a lot of that going on. But once I tapped in with the book and I actually just, I knew the concept so well, I just had to get the characters together. You know what I mean? And and that's yeah. what that's what was the hard part, just developing the characters. But I had the concept for so long, once I sat down and I actually started writing, it's flowed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because um, I found myself attempting to write something and for the longest the the characters just stopped talking to me yeah. and then all of a sudden they started talking to me again and I'm like oh okay am I ready to do this now and someone very close to both of us told me because I'm worried about this worried about that well you know I don't mm -hmm. know if I'm ready to put that out I don't know if mm -hmm. people are ready for that for me and she told me that why don't you just worry about writing the book and worry about all the other stuff later? Yeah. You should know who that person is. Absolutely. But, <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. but it's, you know, sometimes we, we, you know, stop doing something and we question it because of how people will take it. But when you stop doing it because, okay, I need to focus on this right now, that's a different thing. And knowing that you were like, okay, I yeah. know this is what I want to put out. American Dream will be something that's happening I'm not yeah. gonna let that stop me but i gotta give my fans something to you know in the meantime yeah, yeah. you want to keep that momentum going so i, and think I remember that i remember when you read something 
to us in Clubhouse. I'll never <laughs> forget that because I was so shocked. Like, wow, Tracy can write. You know, so that's that's definitely something that you gotta you gotta finish that. Like you gotta pursue that because everybody can't do that. I'm gonna tell you, like I've had I've I've met people that I thought were like readers that I thought were really cool people when they wanted to write something and then um I, they were sending to me, you know, because I'm I'm if I'm cool with you, I'll read what you got and give you some honest feedback. Right. And I've, I've a lot of people I realize like you can you can be well versed in the English language and all that, but it takes a certain it takes a certain gift to be able to tell a story. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And I can tell you got it based on what you did in Clubhouse. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So that's yeah. definitely something that you, you need to finish. Yeah, you know, I, I'm gonna get back to it. I really am because like I said, they they've been actually talking to me, so I know what direction I want to go in from here. And I'm probably gonna be jumping in your inbox about some help. Come on with it. <laughs> Come on I, with it. I'm here. I, I know you offer some other services. So let me let's just pivot a little bit. Tell uh -huh. us about that aspect of your um Oh, the, the services? Yeah. Okay, so yeah, um I offer offer a few few different services. Mm -hmm. The first one is just um they're all consultations except the, uh, the last one, which is it's a consultation, but it's also me working on a, a, a your document. So I offer uh, self-publishing consultations, which is kind of basically the ins and outs of what it takes to become a self-published author, mm -hmm. all of the steps that you have to go through, and all of the, you know, I share a lot of my experience with, you know, as far as marketing, advertising, promotion, what to avoid, you know, what to look out for, what what works, what doesn't work. Um, it's, it, there's a lot in that consultation, but mm -hmm. it's basically for you know, somebody that's never published a book. Okay. And then there's uh, my advertising, Amazon ads. Mm -hmm. I do a consultation about that because Amazon ads are basically the, the uh, best thing for authors that don't know how to uh, find readers. Mm -hmm. People on Amazon are always searching for books and you know, Facebook and Instagram is good, but you don't come there to buy. You know what I'm saying? Okay. You come on Insta you come to Amazon to buy. That so, makes sense. You know, that's the best place to target your books. And so I do an uh Amazon ads consultation and then I do story development, mm. which is two separate things. One is if you just don't really know what to do with your story and you just kind of stuck on certain areas and you mm -hmm. don't know how to develop it. Um, I can help with that. And then there's, you have a story that you've written, completed, but you might think it's trash or you might think like this needs a lot of work. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So I'll actually take the document, I'll read over the whole document and then I'll give you pointers on, you know, where you next. So it's not like, it's not editing, it's story development. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Where I'm giving you key points on what needs to be worked on, what needs to be changed. Um, you know, all of the tips and tricks that I use as far as developing a story. But I'm working on your actual document, which so those are the four different services that I that I offer. And it's really and cool. I have a oh, uh, Black Friday sale, so oh. everything is going to be twenty percent off Black Friday to okay uh, leading up to Cyber Monday. Okay. That is like really dope that you even offer that knowledge. And 
yeah, I know it's a service and everything else, and you know, it's a cost that's associated with it. But when yeah. you really think about it, it's priceless because it's setting you up to be successful yeah. from jump, not Absolutely. after you've put out a book or two or you know, been taken advantage of or Absolutely. any of those things. You can get some insight before you take that journey because a lot of times, you know, it's almost as if some knowledge is gate you know we're gatekeeping it and oh well i don't know if i want to share it with you and yeah. all that other kind of stuff but it's really nice to have a group of authors that are out there that are willing to share the knowledge and help yeah. you progress and get to where they are hopefully if you listen and again adjust because everyone's path it will be different right. but just being able to have that access is you know priceless yeah it, the, it really is. The great things about the consultations is because I was already helping so many authors for mm -hmm. free. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I definitely didn't mind, but it was, it came to a point where um, I saw that I was kind of getting used. So right. I, I, I structure it in a way that, you know, now I can help people. And like, after we've done our business, I can continue to help you because mm -hmm. I, I'll never feel like you use me. You know what I mean? Like right. some people, some people, uh, I, I would, they would come into my inbox and then they would get what they need and I never heard from them again. Mm -hmm. Or they never, you know, uh, shared anything. They never did anything. So that was, the, that was a way for me to make helping authors make sense. And now mm -hmm. when I do it, um, like the people I work with, they, they'll tell you like, I'll, I'll, I do so much for them after the fact. Mm -hmm. Like once our business is done, because that's what I, that's the goal is really to just, you know, I, I love to help people. I, I feel like part of our journey on this earth is to do what we can for other people. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. I really wanted to find a way to do that and make it make sense. You know, so that's, that's the most important part of it. And, you know, um, I, I kind of understand what, what you're saying when you come say it like that, because there was a time where, you know, I was just doing all of my author interviews for free, mm -hmm. you know, and then I thought about how much work I'm actually putting into it. Exactly. Like right now we're live, but <laughs> yeah, this is going to go on multiple platforms. You know, yeah. I have to, you know, edit some things and, you know, add things and, yeah. you know, and then it's here forever. And you have to Somebody, prepare for it. You know, it's just, it's just <laughs> so much involved. Yeah. And then, you know, sometimes I feel like you're a, you know for someone like me i'm approached as if i'm a groupie in some instances and i'm like mm -hmm. oh no i'm actually a true reader like this is it. my thing <laughs> like I this is what it. i do this is <laughs> right you know in my blood and um and i i read with a purpose of gaining multiple perspectives and yeah. that's why when i do write my reviews it's not about oh this book was trash or this book was horrible mm -hmm. but it's, it focuses more on what i actually learned what, what spoke I took to my soul you know that's why i write my reviews the way that i do because no matter what you read you can gain something for it it may have been written poorly but if you at least grasped what mm -hmm. the author was trying to communicate you mm -hmm. need to accept that and you know even with reviews just because you didn't like how the story ended doesn't make the book bad. Absolutely. <laughs> you know? Absolutely. Um, and often authors will end it that way. So you can be mad, you know, mm -hmm. to bring that emotion 
it's a reason for that. No different than with movies, TV shows. They kill off people that you don't want to kill. You yeah. know, people get hurt that you don't want to get hurt. This is all part of the process in creating the emotion that you were supposed to get. And when that happens, respect authors enough to say, they really made me mad, but they did an awesome job at making me mad. Thanks. <laughs> You know? I, that's what I always said. Like, I think that's when when an author pisses you off, that means they did their job because yeah. the book is supposed to be structured in a way where there should be highs and lows. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? There should be ups and downs. You should be able to, to laugh sometimes and, you know, you might feel like you want to cry. All of that is part of bringing you into the, 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 the life of the book. Yes. You know what I mean? So I definitely don't. But it's it's funny you say that because a lot of times the um, the readers don't get that. They think, a lot of readers, they think that it's supposed to go exactly the way they want, to, want it to go. Or, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's funny because trash. what in life really goes exactly the way you want it to go. Yeah. This is no different. You know, this is yeah. not the exception to the rule. This is where it still follows that same thing. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So, with American Dream and how this has been sitting with you for so long, was there anything that you learned from writing it? Yeah. So I've wrote, I've written books that they took place in different cities and states. Mm -hmm. And, but then I wrote a bunch of books that were based in Detroit because I, I did have um, some Detroit readers that just loved the fact that the books were based in their hometown. It was right. easy for me to do that. And I just was like, okay, well, I'm going to flow with that because I don't have to do the other. I do a lot of research as it is when I'm writing a book. So mm -hmm. to have to research a, a city, it's just a lot more extra work because I like my books to feel so authentic. Mm -hmm. you know. So with this one, I, I wrote about uh, the story takes place in Columbus, Ohio. Mm -hmm. I've never been to Columbus, Ohio, but mm -hmm. I know people that have been to Columbus and I have a bunch of readers that are in Columbus. So I actually tapped in with them mm -hmm. and I was thinking like, I'm going to really just tap in with y'all and get a feel for the city. Okay. And what I learned through that was there was so much, there was a, there was a lot of stuff that they gave me that I absolutely couldn't have, uh, uh, made it so authentic without but then there was also a lot of stuff that came to me that I realized like I don't have to be I don't have to see the city to 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 visualize it the way I want to mm -hmm. you know what I mean just in the process of that whole so the main thing I learned is how to take people into that place that I that I'm actually writing a story at and make it feel authentic that's pretty dope um you just got a few hearts from author storm um, on that um, on that topic. So what up, though, Storm? That's a she's a Detroit <laughs> author too. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. we'll have to uh, connect because I try to stay plugged in with all my Detroit authors. Yeah, Storm, <laughs> tap in because she she the truth. Okay, she tap in. That's really dope. Thank you for the info. Now, um, we kind of touched on this a little bit just by you giving us a little background on American Dream, but is there a message that you expect? your readers to get from reading this particular story so yeah with with this one it's uh it's a thin line i'll say mm -hmm. because the character goes through through so much that it's the 
you know, the message is to, that you have to pursue your dreams no matter what, you know. And I think that um, I found myself fighting with how I really wanted the story to end because I knew that he wanted to accomplish his dreams, but it, it went through so, he went through so much, you know, I, my, my catchphrase is fiction that's way too real mm. because I try to make it as close to real life as I possibly can. Mm -hmm. But I feel like with this one, I, I had to fictionalize enough to tell the story that I wanted to tell. So yeah. it's still the same the the, what I want people to take away from it is just like, like you gotta, you really have to, um, you really have to pursue your dreams. And I'll, I'll take it a step further. Like, even if you come from a certain life, mm -hmm. that doesn't mean that you can't, that you can't get out of that life and make something positive of yourself. And what's crazy is with this book, I was actually inspired by, you know, the book is about a boxer, mm -hmm. but I was inspired by Don King's story when I, uh, saw his movie okay. and, and, and just kind of just tapped in with who he was. Don King, before he was a boxing promoter, actually went to prison twice for homicides. Wow. And yeah, it, each time it was kind of like a self-defense, but mm -hmm. just the fact that he went to jail twice for manslaughter, right. it made it seem like he didn't have a future to pan out right. in, in a positive way. Mm -hmm. And he wind up being Don King like the biggest boxing promoter in history. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And mm -hmm. so that whole world of boxing was is, is filled with individuals with, you know, checkered past. And I just wanted to tap in with that with that that book because I know that um my character was coming from a certain circumstance. Okay. And and that's why I say it's really important to tell stories from multiple perspectives a lot of times we assume that because you came from this particular background that you still can't be successful which is really unreal because there's so many stories exactly. of people like this that have exactly. you know overcome all of the odds by just you know keep being persistent and just keep yeah. going keep moving you know i, I there it was a um a sound on TikTok a while ago when mm -hmm. it talked about keep showing up. It doesn't matter if it doesn't work out the way you want to this day or if people are saying, don't, you know, this doesn't make sense. Don't go down this road. Just keep showing up. And the yeah. more you keep showing up, the more your dream does become a reality. So, um, mm -hmm. you know, it's, it's awesome that you can take the time to tell that particular perspective and to make it in such a real way yeah. that people can relate. And Absolutely. when you when you do that, when you accomplish that, you don't know how you have helped that person where they could have been reading for entertainment purposes only. But mm -hmm. again, if you th start to think about how it can apply to your life or circumstances you've gone through to help you get past or all about healing, you know, and, and yeah. growing, it's deeper than what people think. When, exactly. What you feed into your mind, it you know you don't know the process that it's going to take to help you evolve and become the you know best version of yourself. So that's that's awesome that you take that perspective into consideration. Yeah, and that's that's kind of like like you said, you know your 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 books and your projects or whatever you're working on, it's going to land in the lap of the people that it's intended for. Mm -hmm. And I feel like. 
with this book and the ones that follow, that's what will happen. It will land into the to the laps of the people that it's intended for, because um, some people don't want something that's that has a, a inspiring undertone or whatever. Some people sure. just want like the garbage. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like <laughs> I want some, yeah, I want some straight ghetto trash, and mm -hmm. you know that's it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I want the messiest thing I can find, and you know I don't want to be inspired, and mm -hmm. that's fine. You know what I mean? Because that's out there. Right. But if if you you know open to something that's a little different, or you just happen to be looking for something that um, aligns with your way of thinking, then American Dreaming is going to be for you. Definitely. Now, if you had to do it all over again, would you change anything about it, about it? The project. Um, yeah, American Dream. Yeah, because. But it's it's always like that with a book because yeah. like if you write a book, you're probably gonna go through this later. If you write a book and read it all over again, you're gonna change some stuff and it's gonna be okay. better. If okay. you read it again, you're gonna change some stuff and it's gonna be better. If you hold that book, you can hold it for a year. Every time you read it, you're gonna find some things that you would like to change about it. So I'm only saying yeah because I know that. Um, I had held this book for so long; it was time for me to release it. Okay. But I wanted to, I wanted to read it again and make it better. But I was like, no, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying because I, 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 I never put it out. You know right, I mean? right. You know, I, I, I tell someone else this who they've been sitting on a book that's completely written, um, for probably about a year and a half now, and. They're like, well, I feel like it's I can add more or something else can be different. But yeah, this is just the stepping stone, you know. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I participated in a um like a writing sem seminar type thing. And it mm -hmm. was saying that, but this was for like a published author. And he was saying how you always have another book. Yeah. So, you know, just just go ahead and put the one out and continue to grow and evolve and you know, keep it moving. So yeah. I think that it is important to recognize sometimes you just got to take the hands off and be like, this is what I have for mm -hmm. you guys right now. Absolutely. And see how it's received. Yeah. And, and the thing with this one was, like I said, this was, even though they all standalones, mm -hmm. I figured, I knew this one would set the tone for the rest of them. Okay. So that's why this one, after this, I can, I'll probably take my hand off the trigger way faster now because it's like, if you like this, then I know you're going to gravitate towards the next one and the next one. Mm -hmm. But um, that very first one, I just wanted it to be closer to perfect as I can get it. You know right. I, mean? I can respect that. Now, you mentioned it earlier, but for those who are joining in a little bit later, how many books have you actually written? Not published, written. I've published them all. I don't have okay. any. And that's this is the first. You know, okay. because coming into this year, I had I had so many books that were unpublished. My memoir, I, I, I had been sitting on. Book one of the Believe series, I had been sitting on. And American Dreaming, I had. So I had all of those. I was just sitting. They weren't. American Dreaming definitely wasn't even close to finished, but it was started. Okay. So now I don't have anything that's that uh, I'm sitting on. <laughs> you know okay. what I'm saying? But I think yeah. I have... Um. I think that was 
35. 35? Yeah. Okay. I got to look and see, but I think that was 35. All right. So tell me, out of those 35, what's your favorite? I guess it'll probably always be Crybaby because that's I knew person. you were going to say that. I <laughs> yeah. knew that was <laughs> But it's, it's, it's crazy are. because as much as I love Crybaby, I feel like um, more than I can bear. Mm -hmm. And there's another book called Gank Masters. Mm -hmm. This book one and three. I feel like as far as that genre, the, the, the target audience I was aiming for on mm -hmm. those books, I don't think I could have wrote a better story. Okay. I don't know if I'll even, I don't know if I'll write a better story. You know what I mean? That's how I right. feel about those books. Okay. You know what I mean? So that just happens to be my favorite because it's the first one and it was, it was, I did a really good job. Everybody was like, you know, for you to be a first time author, it's hard to believe that that's your first book. Right. Well, you just, you know, like I said, keep showing up. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Now, I'm, I think I know the answer to this question, but I'm just going to do it anyway. Do you plan on writing any more books? <laughs> of course. I'm about to <laughs> write tomorrow, probably. Well, no. All right. Tomorrow I'll be gone, but, you know, definitely. You know, it's, it's more coming. All right. So out of everything that you put out, uh, you know, your growth through this journey as becoming, um, becoming an author, evolving, um, reaching different audiences. Tell me what separates you from other authors in your genre. Oh, that's an easy one. Um, I pride myself on like what we just talked about. One is the 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 ability to be original with the concepts, mm -hmm. like the ideas. I it's 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 probably other books out there like American Dreaming, but not with the formula that I have and not like, you know, they're not so easy to find. You know, mm -hmm. it's like, I'm not seeing those type of books up and down my timeline or, mm -hmm. you know, uh, promoted in my, in my genre. You know, it's mm -hmm. more like, um, it's more moving towards a, a, the broader range of, of, of urban fiction that uh, a lot of people just don't really know about, you mm -hmm. know? And so, um, that's number one, just this, this the original, the original concepts. But it's also the authenticity, my my ability to keep my books as close to real life as possible. Mm -hmm. I don't think people read King Benjamin books and be like, "Oh no, that would have never happened." Because some <laughs> people, some yeah. people look for something that's closer to reality, and some people don't care. They like it's all fiction. Mm -hmm. I just happen to like reading books that I can relate to and it feels, so that's why I write like that because that's mm -hmm. what entertains me. You know right. what I'm saying? If it feels like this could have happened, this almost feels like, you know, autobiographical. That, mm -hmm. that, you know, that what keeps me turning pages. So Definitely. that's how I wind up writing like that. But, you know, uh, those two things. And then also um, just the fact that I'm one of those, old school style writers like you know I, I, I was inspired by Donald Goins mm -hmm. so urban fiction has changed so much since then mm -hmm. with the times and there's not a lot of that old school style that's floating around you know what I'm saying when you talk about uh, the basic raw and realness of storytelling 
that urban fiction started out as. Mm -hmm. I think I, I'm one of the writers that still possess that skill. Awesome. And hopefully that'll get you a few more readers added on to show, you know, what you have to offer to them. And again, it, it is a very broad spectrum yeah. because you can get into some urban fiction stories and it, um, it just, it, it 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 brings a little far fetched, but again, some people like that. Yeah, absolutely. And um, you also have, you know, just the one main storyline and no no layers going on. Mm -hmm. Um, but I think you do a a pretty good job at keeping a reader entertained and to come jump on your group page, your readers group page, and say, "What was that all about?" <laughs> right. right. <laughs> so, <laughs> I remember right. uh, when I was reading Broken Lonely, and I had got to one part, and I'm like, "So this is what we doing? Like <laughs> seriously?" Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, it was so you know. It was a couple of crazy characters in that story, man, for sure. Man, but it, it was a good book. I, I I enjoyed that one as well. Yeah. So um, you know, a lot of times people talk about the independent, um, self-published community. Mm -hmm. um, the writing community in general, and some have good experiences, some have bad experiences. What has been your experience in the writing community? Both. Mm. Um, if we're talking about the the actual writers in the community, yes, it's it's been you know it's it's been both because you know I had I have my uh, some of my closest friends are authors, and mm -hmm. you know we became good friends in the business you know right. but uh we gravitated towards each other it was you know kind of god pulling us together because we realized as we formed this bond that there weren't a lot of people out there that were going to be this upfront this honest this helpful mm -hmm. this sincere about you know building relationships it was all a lot of people that it came under like if you under this umbrella then we you know we can be friends or if you if you popping of course we can be friends right <laughs> you know what i'm saying right if right you're not popping you know stay over there so um navigating and that's kind of like with with so many different industries and and, and businesses i'm sure you know mm -hmm. what i mean like so it was it was a lot of that but with that you know, like I said, I formed some lifetime bonds that, you know, mm -hmm. that could never be broken. So I'll take the good with the bad. Okay. You know, it, usually when you're in something, there's going to be, you know, both sides. Yeah. And um, you just learn how to navigate that those waters yeah. and find your success. Because, yeah. again, you know, it's going to look differently for everyone. And um, I will say, I've personally seen you share so many other authors work yeah. and to, you know, help get their name out there as well. And, um, you know, it, it, like they say, everybody eats, you know, yeah. so uh, making sure, you know, to, you, it's okay to support others. Like it's yeah. enough. It's enough for everyone out here. And yeah. um, I just like the fact that, you are part of a group of authors that know how to make that happen. 
yeah right. so that's that's pretty cool so we've done um all of that what would be the you at you know the best advice you could give to any aspiring authors aspiring authors mm -hmm. i always always think about what a lot of us have in our minds when we first start out, you know, as far as like, you see these authors, some of them, you know, are doing better than others, but you know, some authors, they just look like they're living a dream, you know? Right. And a lot of that can be confusing. A lot of that can be trickery, you know, because um, it's for self-published authors, it's a lot of work. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of work. It's a lot of dedication. Sometimes it, most times it's not going to happen overnight and you just got to know that like this is what i really want to do this is something that i'm willing to just put my all into this is something i'm willing to be a little foolish about you know what i'm saying i'm willing to take criticism i'm willing to be you know knocked down i'm willing i'm i'm, I'm really willing to just put it all on the line to do this because with social media and everything that that we have to the platforms that we have to use to get the exposure mm -hmm. and everything it can be trying you know yeah. so i just i just would tell people like don't come into it with like thin skin don't come into it expecting nothing to happen overnight you have to really just be mentally prepared for it because mm -hmm. like so many people that i talk to that want to put a book out um they probably think like I thought. I my goal in the beginning was I was going to write ten books and then I was going to start doing movies. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, um, who was I kidding? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And yeah. we have these ideas that is just not realistic about the timelines and you know of mm -hmm. how much money you're going to make in the snap of a finger. So you know. All of those things, you know, I could go on and on, but I'll just say, like, be prepared, have some thick skin, and be ready to grind. Absolutely. I, I think that's positive, great advice to give because, you know, you, you have set in your head, oh, by this date, at this time, mm -hmm. this is what it's going to be, and if not, then I'm just done. And right. That's not necessarily, you know, the 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 road to take sometimes again you have to pivot you have to evolve you know different things come up technology changes so yeah. you have to adjust um so awesome now you know i'm a reader so mm -hmm. i have to ask you what is your favorite book of all time a favorite book of all time mm -hmm. at least to, to, to today's date because it could change <laughs> Yeah. But as of as of today. I wanna say she's she's become undone by Wally Lamb. Okay. Only because that's the book that it gave me so much storytelling information. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Reading the book, I didn't see because it's a book I would have never wrote. It it was a book I would have never read had I not been where I was at with all this time on my hands and I right. picked up the book and I read it and I was amazed at what he was able to do with one character told from one viewpoint and you know it just didn't seem like something I would read and you know I couldn't put the book down mm. so I always go back to that because I learned so much from it okay now of course you know 
I'm going to ask you what spoke to your soul after reading that book? Um, kind of the same thing. <laughs> like I got, I was so inspired by it. Um, I wrote a book called Roxanne mm -hmm. based on what I learned from that book. Cause that's the, that's the only book that I have that's told from uh, one single perspective uh, in first person, mm -hmm. you know, it never changes. And um, the character in his book was a white girl. The character in my book is a white girl. Mm -hmm. So it spoke to my soul as far as um, how to, how to write a certain type of book. Okay. Yeah. I, I like that. Cause it helped you, <laughs> you know, on your own journey as yeah, an author. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, um, are you reading anything currently? I'm reading a, uh, I'm reading a few books. I'm reading um, uh, The Ladies of D-Block by Syed Salam. And um, I'm also reading uh, Naya Forster's book. I, I got a, it's a short story. It's a short story series that she wrote. Mm -hmm. Naya Forster is, is my favorite author, even okay. though she writes romance books. Mm-hmm. I just love the way she tells a story. You know, it's it's her wordplay and everything. It's just crazy. So knowing that I don't have a lot of time to read, I always download her shorts because I just be needing that fix. Right, right. Cool, cool, cool. Now, is there anything specific that you want to say to your current and, of course, your future readers? No, not nothing specific. I say it so much. Um, just that, you know, if you, if you haven't, you know, I guess to the people that probably haven't or don't know who I am and haven't downloaded any books, mm -hmm. um, if you made it this far, then that means that you, I've said something that piqued your interest. And at this point, I would just say, you know, tap in with the, the latest novel and then you can find your way backwards from there because there's a lot of great stories if you're an urban fiction lover. Mm -hmm. um, I guarantee you won't be disappointed. And I definitely can second that. I absolutely love KB. Um, your work is awesome. I thank you for joining us today, giving us some insight on what to expect for this standalone series, American Dreaming. It's very, very exciting. Thank and you. it's good to hear that we can get some inspiration in urban fiction as well. Yeah. This was fun. I'm glad I did this too. Man, you have no, had a chance I, to tap in. If you see my cheeks, man, like <laughs> they are like stuck over there. If you don't know how much this was needed. And I thank you for getting me back in the saddle because it's on and popping now. <laughs> cool. Cool. When I was thinking about it, I, you was the first person popping in my mind. I'm like, that's perfect. Let me holler at Trace. You know, so well, I'm glad you. that we will both be able to align with this. Yes, absolutely. But as always, happy reading, and I will check you guys next time. You know it's your favorite nerdy girl. Peace out. So, of course, silly on me. I've been out of practice for so long with the author interviews. I forgot to ask King Benjamin how we can stay up to date with him. But fortunately, he was kind enough to send me a video, so that's what you have coming up next. Keep up with King Benjamin. So there's actually uh, several ways you can stay connected with me. There's my Facebook and Instagram page. 
which is author King Benjamin. And then there's my regular author page, which is just King Benjamin without the author. And then there's my uh, website, which is the one I prefer the most actually. So if you go to kingbenjaminpresents.com and sign up for my newsletter, you can get all the uh, updates on my new releases, book signings, uh, gifts, things of that nature, contests. So that's the most preferably way to uh, stay connected.